0: Cheers to the ones that we got, cheers to the wish you were here, but you're not, cause the dreams bring back all the memories of everything we've been through. Episode 22.5, Rescuing Tina, that, and current and weight that. 275 pounds, 1998. I once again need to acknowledge all the wonderful people at the hospital that's taken such good care of me. My eyes are starting to go a little, but I'm powering through it. I want to say thank you so much for all your hard work and keeping me alive, ladies. It's a hard job staying alive at this point. It really is. And I just want to th- say thank you for, uh, to all you folks that keep me going. I always wondered why people give up, you know? You know what I mean? They say, I'm tired. I can't do this no more. Well, I'm finding, finding out why they say that now. It's hard. It's a hard fight to stay alive to take all these pills you know the one little thing you use every day that thing you pop up and you take two pills well maybe well I've now started taking them in containers no kidding and that's how many pills I'm taking and some are radiation pills and it's hard Why am I doing this? My quality of life is slowly slipping away. Then I go once a month to get my girl shot. I name things, so so you have to bear with me, please. Um, A girl shot is where it totally expunges my testosterone. So if you ever hear me say it, You know, you'll know what it is. Cancer feeds on testosterone. So now I get hot flashes like a woman, you know. And um, who knew? I do now. When they say they have a hot flash, they aren't kidding. I mean, I'm a girl now. Anyways, (laughs) not really. But still... You know, it's a hot flash. I mean, if you would have known me two years ago, you'd say, oh, come on. <laughs> you know, anyways, you you would understand the level of tos- testosterone I once had in me. I was two hundred and sixty pound of all muscle. I loved working out. I was. Uh, just work out for two hours a day sometimes. I just loved it. And I mean real workout, not look around. I would do it in my basement. I wouldn't go anywhere. You know, I didn't need no gym. I didn't need uh, accolades or anything like that. I just loved working out. I didn't need to show anybody either what I was doing. I just enjoyed it for me. Uh, You know, I'd turn on the TV to some good old Motown old school, and I'd get into the rhythm. I have good rhythm. That's why I only have three kids. Trust me. (laughs) Anyways, my workout regime was because of my age. All I was doing, 100 reps, that's all. 100 reps of this, 100 reps of that. And I would do, Um, I wouldn't need a lot of weight. I've already got the bulk. I just needed to maintain the shape and, you know, the cuts. And I just would do 100 reps of curls and then bench presses and you know whatever I needed I have I had a good routine and I could tell when the body part was getting um not looking like it should then I just adjust my workout and a hundred reps you know anyways that's not why I did this I'm going off again, folks. I'm digressing. I apologize. I'm sorry. Okay, the reason this word, the one word we're going to do is one of my daughters wrote me, and she said, she said, do you remember... I don't know if you realize how many people you've rescued in in front of me, Dad. And I called her and I said, No, what are you talking about, sweetheart? I never thought of it. Why are you saying this to me? Well, I just want you to realize in front of me how many people I've seen you rescue. And... (sighs) She says, "Do you remember this this time? And do you remember that time? And do you remember this time? And okay, okay, I get it." I said, "I but I didn't because I wasn't taking, I wasn't uh, like Greg Hans says. I'm not looking for points." <laughs> If you ever listen to Greg Khan, he's a funny guy, <laughs> anyways, I said, you know when and then she would start doing things like that, not on the scale I do, but it's okay as long as everyone helps everyone, that's how I look at. It. I'm gonna give you one of those times. Okay, I'm going to change the girl's name because in case she ever hears this, I don't want to embarrass her. So I'm going to call her Tasha. Back in 1977, 70, I'm sorry. <laughs> Boy, it's the pills, folks. Sorry, 1997 or 98, I was hoping my great great grandchildren will be able to hear this and you guys if you hear this my great great grandfather talking listen to what i'm saying all my stuff i'm happy man it's it makes me happy to help and i want you to hear it because You know, some of you won't be happy, and some of you heard me and will be happy, and don't make it bad. You know, I'm going to say some. Okay, this is why I learned to be so generous. My mother, you do the math how many great-great-great-grandmother that is, but I can't do that. I'm not good at math. My mother had a very, very, very hard. She was beautiful, a beautiful woman, but she was young and dumb, and some guy 11 years older, my father came along and scooped her up and told her all the things she wanted to hear, made her do things she didn't want to do. And she had our stubbornness and our wherewithal to say no, finally no. But you didn't say no to my father. He went in the medicine cabinet, took out a razor blade, and cut her severely, severely. And she never recovered mentally or physically. Neither did I because I watched it. But we're talking about her right now. She actually, when they sewed her face back up to hold it in place, she had to wear buttons for like a year. They actually put buttons on top of her face. Now, just picture yourself. Look at your face in the mirror. And you had to wear, what, six, eight buttons on your face. Who could do that? And she had to work as a waitress because who's going to give her a job? The only place that would give her a job, believe it or not, <laughs> was the Alton Hotel, A-L-T-O-N, Hotel used the google that just happened to be where all the mobsters hung out and um that's where she met her boyfriend besides russ that was her new boyfriend and that's where al capone's uh headquarters was in Cicero, Illinois and her boyfriend used to cut Al's hair. Pretty cool. I mean, just the the majesty of it, you might say, or the mystique of it. Anywho, uh look up the Alton Hotel on that Google thing, too, and look up Al Capone. Because by now, if you're listening to this 50 years from now, It'll be just a shadow of a memory. It was kind of cool having a woman all cut up, holding their, you know, serving their food as a waitress. Now that's a tough restaurant. (laughs) Anyway, think about it if you walked in. And, okay, so let's get serious. One day an old man walked in. And he had a cane. He sat down, sat down at one of the seats. Obviously, they had some deuces, and that's two seats together. And uh, she said, uh, "He was used to. You could tell by looking at this man. He was no slouch. He was, he was used to getting what he wanted." And what he turned out to be is one of the old guard, if you know what I mean. He asked her what happened. By then, my mother had heard that so many times, first question. She already had memorized all the comebacks for them. What do you think, a man just like you? He tried to put me out, and I said no. The old man said to her, I'm going to write on this piece of paper, I'm going to write a name of a man that is a friend of mine and his phone number, and I'm putting my name down there too. He's one of the best plastic surgeons in Chicago, and he's going to fix you. And she said, yeah, right, thanks a lot, sir. I've heard that one before, too. And uh, I'm not like that. He said, this is the price. He said, I'm serious. Please take my charity. I have too much money now, and I'm old. I can't take it with me. Let me do this for you, and you don't And you don't want anything in return, right, my mom says. And, oh, yeah, I want something. And she's like, oh, brother, I want you to have a good life. I want you to help as many people as you can. This is serious, he said. And with that, he walked outside. Well, that's where I got it from the things I saw her do picking up strangers or stopping the car and saying Gabriel go out there and change that tire for them man and I did it my mom asked me to so and saying you know she would say I love to help and that's where I learned it I hope that You learn to care about other people. We've lost that in this time in history where I'm at now in the later part of my life. We're afraid of each other. Okay, I'm digressing. I'll get off my box, sorry. So Tasha, back to Tasha. Now, so we have a little history of where it came from. I lived in a townhouse in Palm Desert, California, up the hill on Montgomery. that was it. And um, I had well, let's go this way. It was connected four four condos were connected together, and we all uh, used the same uh, laundry. So there was a door in the back in the alley where we all had to take our laundry, you know, coin machine, a dollar. Back then it was only a dollar to wash and two fifty to dry. And, you know, like I said, and it was gorgeous. Year round Palm desert. Oh, it was the back then. I don't know how it is now, but. When you're listening to this, folks, but back then it was a beautiful place to be. Wasn't too busy, and my daughters were in school there. I had one daughter living with me. She was a senior in high school, and the other daughter was living with her mother. I was responsible to take the child that was messing up always and then straightening them out. Then I would give that one back to her mother, and I'd get the other child that was messing up. And it seemed a vicious circle because Tracy wasn't there for the kids, she was there for her husband and/or her boyfriend. And the children came like third or fourth down the ladder. You know, of responsibilities. And so they would lash out, and this, you know, a vicious circle for years. Anyways, before they went off on their own, you know, we had to keep, I keep procrastinating. I apologize. I'm sorry. I just want to make sure you understand what's going on everywhere so everything fits in the puzzle. Thanks for your patience. So you get my mother is a kind-hearted person. She'll give you the shirt off your her back and she's done it. And she's taught me to do that. Okay. Well, it's almost too much that I give and it sometimes hurts, but it's okay. I'm so I'm going to the laundry room. And I'm doing my laundry. It's morning because I, have, I get up at 5 and I work out. And then, you know, 6 o'clock, say, I'm in the laundry room if I have any clothes to put in. And then I put the soap in and the quarters in. And I push the lever, shut the lid. I look over in the corner of my eye and I see movement. First off, you think it's an animal. Oh god. Please don't let it be a snake. Oh god. And well, if it's a snake I can't run fast. I'm kind of big and I've got to run then. It wasn't a, a snake. Thank god. It was a girl, probably 30 years old. 20 27 to 30 I don't know and she looked terrible her hair looks like she hadn't combed it in a long long time and I felt so bad for her I mean that hurts my heart I've got three daughters and to see a girl that you know anyway she had some kind of a uh it was a jean material, but it was like shorts and a top connected, a culotte or something, I don't know, girl stuff, you know. In the winter and in Palm Desert, in during the day, it'll get to 75, 85 degrees. So that's good weather if it's nighttime, but not during the day, okay? I said, real soft because I didn't want to scare her. And if you ever saw me, I'm pretty ugly. I mean, uh, I scare people until I open my mouth and they see that I'm just a big old teddy bear. I said, hey, how you doing? And she said, I'm okay. Please don't call the police. Clearly, I said, I said, Clearly, you don't know me. Hey, Ma, please be quiet. I'm trying to do a podcast down here.